Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm glad you uh, decided to tune in this week. Uh, first thing I want to cover is that we're now in this time of season where we it gets dark early. That's it. Summer's over. <laughs> Summer's over and I'm not happy. Um, but time for spooky shit. So, And I assume everyone's behavior is going to be definitely different because... You know, all these shit, all this retrograde and all this other bullshit, like, just everything needs to chill out. And, um, put my phone down. <laughs> uh, the bean hater said he was going to try and text me during my recording. And since he thought it was at 6, it's not. It is 7.30 p.m. right now. So, uh, how's everybody's week going? Everybody having a good time? Uh, we're on Wednesday. Because I usually record Wednesdays. Last week was a first ever same day release. Won't be doing that anymore. Especially since I don't get my act together until like six o'clock after work every day. And I'd rather not give you something to end your day. I'd rather give you something to start your day and every time in between that. So having a good week so far, I guess. A lot of moodiness. Um, I had something happen this week and it was, it's very sad, uh, so I'm going to start off with sad, sad shit, obviously, and then go into the crazy. <laughs> so um, my dog was put down on Monday. He was my birthday dog. We got him around my birthday in 2012, I believe, or 2011. So he was uh, approximately eight, nine, eight or nine years old, human years. <laughs> dog years, it's whatever. It's times seven. I don't really feel like doing the math right now, but... um. I wasn't really prepared to talk about this, but since, you know, you and I, or all of us together have formed a relationship, I figured I might as well share because I always do. Uh, it was, it was, uh, it was, it's, it's very sad to lose a pet. Um, this is the second one in two years my mom's had to put down and, uh, I'm, I'm trying not to cry about this because I'm still really upset and we're two days later. <laughs> But he was a good dog. He was um, he was a very good dog. It's still it's hard to think about. It's one of those things like the first dog my mom had to put down. Like I didn't have that much crazy attachment to because he was kind of an asshole. <laughs> but this one, he was my favorite. He was my good boy. Um, he was very good with people, of course, unless you provoked him, which is a dog's response is to fucking bite back or whatever. But he's never bitten me. He's never been anybody, to be honest with you. I think he was the mush of all three of them. He was my mom's second dog, like my second dog. Um, he was in Florida with her when they put him down. And uh, he had he had an inoperable mass in his bladder. He was having issues, difficulty peeing, um, blood in his urine, you know. So they were going to do chemo and radiation. And then my mom texted me Monday saying they found more more masses in his lungs. So... I'm guessing it's too costly to do something like that because if it had just been in the one area, I assume they were going to try and work it out. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> uh, they found more. So they left it up to my parents, I guess, to deal with it. And um, he's at peace now. So just trying to make peace with it. It's very difficult. But um, he was a good dog. Um, I'll always love him. And I told my mom that she should probably get, <clears throat> she should probably get a tattoo of his name next. <laughs> she hasn't gotten ink in a very long time, but 
the first dog was Hemingway. So I think that's way too many letters to put on your body. But this one was named Nixon because he looked like the former president because he was all jowly and shit. He was a boxer. I don't think he was pure. He was probably mixed with something. And I think the breeders lied to us, but he was so cute. Uh, his one ear was brown. The rest of him was like white. And then somehow I think he grew out of it. I don't remember. You know, I posted a picture of it on my Facebook and my Instagram and, uh, I don't know. It just, it hurt a lot more than I thought it would because I was sad for my mother the first time around, but I'm even more sorry for her now because I loved him too. (sighs) So sad. Um, but also not only that, but let me tell you something. Now, this woman I work with who I've discussed this with you guys plenty of times, I told her about it Monday, had like a mental breakdown at my desk. Yesterday I was okay until the evening and then I, you know, fell apart again. And then this lady comes into work today, emails me and goes, hey, how's everything going? And I said, same disposition as yesterday and Monday. I'm still breathing. I'm still alive. Like I'm above ground. So I'm good. I'm fine. And then she like, she sent that in an email. I sent her an email back. Why this woman had the nerve to come over to my desk and be like, oh, I wasn't really too pleased with that answer, so so I wanted to make sure you were okay. Bitch, I am fine. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Like in the back of my throat, like even now, I can feel like I might cry talking about it, but I'm trying to keep it down. But like, I don't want to talk about it anymore, especially not with you, because she just made a big deal out of her dog being put down to have teeth removed. We're not on the same fucking level, lady. I cannot relate to what you're going through. And right now, you can't relate to what I'm going through. Yeah, you've experienced the loss of a dog years ago. I'm feeling it now. And I cannot be there for my mother to comfort her. So we're not the same person. We're not. So like, please just go back to your office. Like, I didn't say any of that. But I was like, you know, I don't, I I said to her, professionally, I said to her, I don't know how to feel right now. I am being a robot. I'm a robot. I'm numb to all of this. It's, it's, this place is just, you know, one day at a time, one brick at a time. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like it's the same shit every day, just a different scenario to deal with. So that compounded with the fact that my, one of my favorite dogs is dead now. What, what part of this equation of me being numb to shit don't you understand? My email was professional enough. I don't need you to now walk over here to be like, oh, well, I wasn't too pleased with that email response. So I just wanted to check in. I don't need you to check in. You want to check in on me? Text me after work. Be professional. We're here together from eight to four. Be as per usual. Okay. I don't need help. I need you to just be my coworker and just be like, sorry for your loss and keep it pushing, which is what you did Monday. So I'm fine. I am as fine as I can be. Anyway, so she made me mad. So she made me mad. So on top of being upset about this thing, I'm now mad at her because she had the nerve to try and invoke this fucking memory from Monday that I don't even really want to think about. <laughs> but that that dog was great. He was great. He was a, he was the best dog. He was a good boy. Um, we really don't deserve dogs because they just give us so much unconditional love. And we don't deserve them. And I hate motherfuckers who do animal cruelty shit. They deserve the death penalty. And I was going to talk about the death penalty in this episode, but I didn't research it. Busy doing other shit. Busy fucking off on the weekends. How about that? Getting back into gaming a lot. I think I might stream this weekend. I haven't really decided, but I was thinking of, you know, just doing a watch party to just chill and vibe with my crowd. And watch something stupid. (laughs) I could use a laugh. I could use plenty of laughs. Oh, my God. (laughs) But um, so other than that, I've been okay. But that's like the biggest thing that impacted me was what happened Monday. So, um, oh, this is another thing I don't care about. And it happens a lot at my job. So besides the usual suspect coming over and bothering me about my dog, I don't care for people who go around with the bad energy vibe. Like, I really don't. Um, I can't physically stand being around someone like that because it makes me feel uncomfortable and it makes me feel sick. So every time someone walks into my office and says some crazy rude shit, I'm like, please see yourself out. Like, that's that's where I'm at with it. Like, I get so annoyed that I just don't even look up anymore when that door opens. (laughs) Um, 
it's just depressing. And as we're approaching sad season, which is seasonal affect disorder, we're approaching sad season. And I don't want to be sad anymore. Like I'm really trying to be okay. And I feel like it's, it's trying to make me blue and don't want to, (laughs) um, also in like, um, in my personal life, like I just, I just, it's difficult to work on yourself when you're around people like that, because I fall off from things really fast. Like I fall off of exercising, socializing, all of that. When I'm in a particular situation where I'm being suffocated emotionally. And lately I've been feeling like that, but um, I worked out today. I did a lot today. I feel pretty good about myself today. Worked out today, uh, cooked dinner, did a lot of notes for this podcast because I wanted to be 100% prepared for you guys. And now we're here. I've eaten dinner before seven o'clock. Well, not before seven o'clock, before eight, because it's very important. (laughs) And I feel good. I feel really good. So, um, I really do need to motivate myself to work out more because Planet Fitness is not getting any more of my money. So I need to really just stop sitting around and doing nothing and, you know, tired of being tired. Like, I wish my mother had told me, listen, please don't wish to grow up because it fucking sucks. <laughs> um, also, I heard a stupid story at work today. <laughs> you know, now there's there's a difference between <laughs> being soft and having common sense. Okay. I believe that my boss, Beth, is very good at certain things and really bad at other things. Now, everybody, you know, being a mother is a learning curve. Okay. She has two daughters. So the situation that happened, happened with one of her daughters and her daughter's friend, apparently, I guess. And um, it was one of those uh, things where you send a chain letter or you send like a chain text and you're like, if you don't send this to this many people, your family will die. Or, you know, the monster will come out of your closet and take you. Like something stupid like that. Like I know you guys remember that shit because it used to come through email when we first had AOL and shit. Dial up. <laughs> Excuse me. Allergies are killing me. Ugh. So today, I'm telling you that I'm not going to keep listening to these stories 50 times a day. So today at work, I have witnessed, heard the same story multiple times in one day, and I'm tired of it, okay? My boss, Beth, did it this time. So she decided to tell a story having to do with an incident with one of her daughter's friends, which had to do with a chain text. So this is what we were just talking about. Apparently, her daughter was upset at this text being received and went to her mother, who in turn was also upset. I'm thinking this isn't the first time she's experienced this situation with this girl and was wondering why this girl's mother hadn't addressed it when it first happened. So, again, this is one of those things that I had to hear about all morning until lunch, which is when I guess she decided to step outside and handle the situation and call the mom and, you know, be like, rein your daughter in a little bit because this isn't the first time and I've told you about it the first time and you didn't do anything about it. So, how about, this is my advice. How about teaching your child to ignore shit like that so she knows it isn't real, okay? My mother definitely would have taught me to use my brain and say, no, there isn't a monster under your bed that's going to get you, and no, we're not going to die if you don't send this email text. This is the difference between sensitive and insensitive culture. Now, insensitive, when I say that, doesn't mean that we offend everybody just means that we rarely care about shit like that. Like we're in such a sensitive society that if the wind blows the wrong way, someone's writing about it, reporting about it, whatever. And it's just, it's enough already. Like everybody can chill out and just, you know, live their life and not be so judgmental and critical of everything we do. Because I don't know who created this generation, but you guys got me fucked up. (laughs) Like, what is going on in this soft, sensitive world where people don't know what's real and what isn't? What to be offended by and what not to be offended by. This is the reason we can't have nice things, because the world has gone soft and stupid at the same time. So, as I've as I've said many, many times, and, you know, like, I'm so done with people. And this is why. This is why. I'm done with either arrogance, ignorance. I'm done with all of it. Sometimes I exhibit some of those things, 
But sometimes it's to put people in their place and help them realize that, hey, your opinion is not the only one that matters. Okay, that's when I get beef. That's when I get into it and get crazy. So anyway, after that whole situation went down, I kind of just like, I'm so glad that I have AirPods (laughs) so that I can hide my disdain for people and my whole not giving a fuck attitude because I put that bad boy in and tuned everybody out for the rest of the day. And that's how my day started today. So I wasn't exactly thrilled. <laughs> um, last week, last week I was really excited because, so this is what happened. Went to Maryland. It got put back on the restricted state list. And then, of course, my boss texted me that I had to stay out of work. And so the test results came back. So Thursday while I was recording, I got the text. I know you guys all knew about it. COVID negative, whatever. And um, these allergies suck ass. <clears throat> Um, COVID negative was told can't come back to work until I saw that result. So I went back to work and I went back into work Friday for six hours because my boss already knew that I had a tattoo appointment and I was leaving early. So that was really dumb, (laughs) but came back Friday and I wasn't thrilled to be going back into work at all in the first place. And there was, but there was one highlight to that day. And it was the fact that someone decided to pay it forward that morning and I don't know if anyone's seen that movie. Kevin Spacey was in it and he played, I don't know what his role was in it, but everybody was doing good deeds for everybody, expecting nothing in return, which I wish some people would still do that, but whatever. It was a movie. It sucked apparently, according to my mom, because I think she went and saw it in the movie theater and then that's it. So of course I go to Dunkin' Donuts and I get, you know, my special, which is just a coffee slash tea with any type of bagel. Lately, it's been sesame seed, but I just switched to cinnamon raisin. So long ass line, obviously, because there's never a good time to go to Dunkin'. And um, I pull up to the, after placing my order, I pull up to the window and I ready my phone to like be scanned because I go through that so I can get some rewards and a free beverage, whatever. And the chick at the cashier, the chick at the window says, uh, the car in front of you took care of your order. So, of course, I had to, like, what? Really quick? (laughs) And she was like, and I was like, do you mean she paid for my food? And she goes, yeah. And I was like, because, okay, so here's the thing. So they were in a white SUV, and I I somehow think I made eye contact with the lady in her rearview mirror. Because she kind of, like, looked at me as if she knew me for a second. And I honestly thought that I knew her. But I realized that I was probably wrong because <laughs> they didn't, the person who I thought it was hadn't texted me and been like, you're welcome for breakfast. Like, you know how s- people get obnoxious about it. <laughs> so I hadn't heard anything from a text all day, but it looked like I recognized the person, but I didn't. So I just went about my merry way. But that was the bright side to a day of me going to work that I didn't even want to happen. <laughs> God, I take a sip of water. Oh my God. So thank you to that person who um, covered my breakfast. That was amazing. By the way, guys, I just ate dinner. So my throat's like dry and like my tongue is burnt because I was eating it super hot. I made chicken stew. <clears throat> so my throat hurts. <laughs> my friend Ellie came up this weekend too because I was I cut her hair for her. And I uh, she got that A1 treatment. She got... Um, I picked her up from the train and Beacon, drove her back across the bridge, fed her, cut, cut her hair, fed her, and then drove her back to the train station. She got that A1. So she gave me the shout out though on Facebook. So I'm happy about that. So we were driving. This, this is, we were driving her back to the train. So this was after all was said and done. So I love that she's zany as fuck. Like I could just say anything to her and she'll just laugh about it. <laughs> she's one of those people that you don't see often, but when you do, it's just the stupidest time. <laughs> so I was driving her back home on the highway to the train station from to Beacon. And of course there's flashing lights in the left lane. So you know what that means when the boys in blue are there. <laughs> people don't know how to act and automatically like throw themselves into the right lane, not realizing there are other drivers out there. So we saw the flashing lights and drove by it. And like the question came to mind and out of my mouth as to why people can't just drive straight. Like the guy, it looked like a truck ended up in a ditch. And we drove by and I was like, why couldn't this guy just go straight? It's a highway. 
Like this guy had to have been texting or something. Cause, and also use your peripheral. I know a lot of y'all out here text and drive. Use your peripheral. Like if you see that from the corner of your eye, you're zigging or zagging, correct it. This guy was in the ditch. <laughs> okay. And then, of course, this bitch is crazy. She goes, I used to fly. She said, I used to drive 90 miles an hour with my coffee in one hand, my phone in the other, and some other crazy shit. And she goes, and I used to drive just fine. And I looked at her like, what? (laughs) You can't say that. (laughs) Like, you're breaking so many laws. Like, my phone in my hand makes me nervous. So it's usually just hanging out where, like, the cigarette lighter is. I just park it right in there. But she's fucking nuts. She said she had, like, multiple things in her hands and stuff. <laughs> like, don't do that. <laughs> um, so uh, <laughs> I just couldn't take it. So <clears throat> so allergy season, <laughs> another thing I can't stand, because you can hear it in my voice. I'm all congested and shit. Excuse me. I have a question for you. And this has never bothered me as much as it has now. But I guess when you reach 30... Everything starts affecting you differently. Like your check engine light is permanently on for the rest of your life at 30. And it's so weird because (laughs) my older family members say not to complain about shit like this, but it sucks. I have asthma. Everybody, we're 41 episodes in, okay? If you don't know that I have asthma, now you do. But I've said it at least once a week, I feel like, or once an episode or once every few episodes. So Everybody knows I have a lung issue. (laughs) I have the lungs of probably an infant. Actually, no. No, because they breathe underwater for nine months. Um, (laughs) I have the lungs of a 90-year-old person with emphysema. That's that's my lung capacity. That's where I'm at. So, uh, as you can hear me breathe in all the time because I'm my posture fucking sucks while I do this. <laughs> Why the hell does sneezing hurt so much? That's what I want to know. Not only do we have COVID shit going on, but now I have to deal with allergies too. Like, I just want 2020 to just take me out. Not for dinner, but like the two or the O to fucking just snipe me. Do take me out. <laughs> And why is over-the-counter allergy shit so expensive? Like, whether it's generic or not, you're still paying, like, 10 bucks. <laughs> like, what a sham pharmaceutical companies are, because when all is said and done, we we don't even know what the side effects of these things are until we're close to our deathbed. Like, birth control causing, like, cancer sometimes because of an influx of estrogen, estrogen or hormones. Um, I know someone, I, I actually, when I was working at the hair salon with Vicky and Taylor, I actually, uh, heard someone talking about their birth control. I don't remember who it was, but they were talking about it and they said they have a history of like cancer in their family. And I think it it had to do like cancer in their reproductive organs. Not sure if it was the uterus, the ovaries or what, but they immediately switched her out to like hormone free or estrogen free birth control, which I didn't even know that was a thing. So learning something new every day, but it's wild. Like the amount of chemicals and toxins we allow in our bodies because we're told they're good for us. Like, yeah, FDA approved, but later on I'm going to grow another head. Don't want the other head. I'll just take the bad symptoms. It'll be fine. (laughs) It'll be fine. Uh, Oh, okay. Speaking of things that are fine. I watched, I finished watching hashtag alive which is what I had paused to record the other day. And uh, the bean hater watched it and said that there was one thing he couldn't understand, which happened at the end of the movie. So this is a spoiler alert. I would skip ahead a few minutes if you don't want to know what happens. A lot of people don't watch horror like Laura, so she's not going to care. Yeah, I said her her name this time because I forgot. (laughs) Kanye Pepper. Um, So spoiler alert. At the end of the movie, the main character and the female he ends up meeting and trying to escape with make it to the roof of the building because they'd heard because they got they hooked up with this one guy. But he ended up being a crazy person and thinking that he was just going to, you know, feed his zombie wife in his apartment. I don't know. Was it his apartment? Yeah. So uh, they show up at the right time when it was feet o'clock and... He's like, yeah, you didn't hear on the on the radio that they're sending um, they're sending helicopters to come pick up anybody who's still alive. So they end up with this guy, 
And the guy tells them that. And after they, you know, kill everybody in there, because <laughs> that guy was fucking nuts, they get up to the roof. And of course, they look over the side of it, and there's nobody there. <laughs> there's nobody there. There's no sounds, no nothing. And of course, they're not prepared. And of course, they get cornered because, you know, running in a small-ass apartment building down a small hallway where there's zombies at every corner, and then they chase you up to the roof. That's basically what happened, which, of course, happened in World War Z also. And if you haven't seen that already, I don't know what's wrong with you because World War Z was pretty good. And apparently, it's a book that I need to read. So, um, they get to the roof and are cornered by all the zombies from the building. And, um, like I said, they don't hear anything. They don't see anything. So they've basically given up. They use the remaining bullets in that he has in the gun. I don't remember the guy's name because it was so subtitly it hurt, <laughs> but you needed it. So he, they get up to the roof. They sh- use their last few bullets on the zombies that are running towards them. And then all of a sudden, a helicopter comes out of nowhere, making all the noise. And it's army people. Well, armed forces, I should say. I don't know who the fuck it was. And they just start shooting everybody, all the zombies on the roof. Not the people, just the zombies. And uh, that's how it ends, basically. Is they get in the helicopter and they're saved. And the the... The reason, the way they were finding these people is that they were posting on social media, hashtag alive. And that's when they would bring the, the choppers in and friggin' find these people and that's it. So that's, um, so that's how the movie ended. But <laughs> it made me laugh because he said, what were they vertically hearing impaired? <laughs> Which is a good point, because why didn't we hear the helicopter? Where did would it come out of stealth mode? Well, would, did they have fucking Wonder Woman invisible helicopters? Like, what the fuck was going on? It was good, though. It was, it was a good movie. Like I said, I watch any kind of horror, whether it's A, B, or D list. I don't really care anymore. And we're getting into spooky season, so I'm watching all the scary shit, regardless of whether it's actually scary or not. So that's why I'm with my uh, with my movie choices. But hashtag alive was pretty good. I'm not gonna hate on that at all. <laughs> so, oh, so um, one of the crazier things that happened this week. Apparently, it's been everywhere, and I know you knew I was gonna have to talk about it because it's been everywhere, and I've shared it everywhere. Because <laughs> even though I don't feed into this stuff, it's interesting to me how important stupid shit like this has become. So, of course, I'm going to be one of those people who's vocal about it and passes it along. So, this week, the big news that came about is that Cardi B and Offset are getting divorced. Now, now that I've put that out in the universe, not that it matters, because, you know, finally, keeping up with the Kardashians is off the air after, what, 20 years, they said? Fuck out of here. Anyway, this shit is everywhere on the internet about Cardi B and Offset. In in emails, in magazines, and probably in the newspaper. Who knows? Does anyone read a newspaper anymore? Besides, like, 70-year-old men <laughs> looking for a part-time job to get away from their wife? No. Sorry. Like, I got an email about it, and this shit is still trending everywhere. Because he'd been unfaithful before. And now she's saying... That he's continued to be unfaithful throughout their marriage, which they've only been married three years. And they have a two-year-old daughter. But so apparently he's continued to dip his dick in everything. <laughs> and uh the so like I guess they've been together about three years and they have a two-year-old daughter named Culture with a K. There's been there have been, of course, prior accusations of cheating within the marriage. His iCloud was hacked at one point, and a video of a nude woman in a hotel room was exposed. Clearly, he was the one who claimed to have been recording said woman. Then there was also screenshots from one of his baby mamas who who claimed, claiming that Offset had contacted her in June 2017 to have sex. And it was immediately after Offset and Cardi B had gotten married and she was pregnant with their child culture. And um, so what she said was, according to People Magazine, she told... She told them that he'd been cheating on her the whole marriage and she'd been looking the other way because they have a kid together. But like now I guess she's done with the whole thing. So here's the thing. She found out he was cheating again, which led to her filing for divorce. So now one of the things that I posted on my Facebook was that 
he had gotten another girl pregnant already. Like he'd been cheating and this person that he was cheating with was now pregnant with his kid. (laughs) Anyway, so I applaud her. So there's two sides to this, two sides. And I kind of go back and forth about them in my head because I'm guilty of having stayed with people who have made me look bad repeatedly. Uh, One such person was a DJ from a couple years ago and he knows who he is. Y'all know who he is if you associated with me five years ago. And still a bad person, I found out. Still still a shitty person, which is still funny. But (laughs) so here's the thing. So I understand why she stood by him. Because if that's how she felt, that's how she felt. Because at some point or another, the truth usually comes out about situations. So she stayed with him out of the goodness of her heart and wanted to work the relationship out. But there, here's the other side of it. They're both celebrities. And as we all know, the truth always comes out. So the good part is the truth always comes out. And the bad part is the truth always comes out. Like Cardi B is not one of those people who shies away from bullshit. She tells it like it is on her social media or that's what we are made to believe. I say that lightly because not everybody is who they say they are on social media. There's a lot of Facebook thugs, which I have covered in the first few episodes of this podcast. So I don't know that I want to be famous because I don't want people poking around in my closet for skeletons. Actually, you know what? Go ahead and dig because you're not going to find anything that I haven't already told everybody because this is my life. I do my life every week and I let you guys in on it and feel blessed. (laughs) But like, you know, if you, if you don't like the bad parts about me, you don't deserve the good parts. So that's what I'm getting at with that is that if you're going to dig through my closet and you find some shit you don't like, that's on you, (laughs) but I don't do anything unless I'm provoked. So I'm very quiet. I keep to myself. Well, not quiet, but I have a very quiet life. I like to do nothing but watch TV. And sometimes, you know, if summer had been more pleasant and COVID had not taken over, I probably would have gone out more, but can't do shit. And now we're getting into weather that really makes you not want to do shit because I have the window open and I'm cold. (laughs) It is down comforter night is what it is. It's right here. That's my blankie. That's what's happening tonight. Anyway, so, you know, Cardi finally had had enough of him cheating and just stayed together for the kid. You know how many couples that aren't celebrities stay together for the kids? A lot. A lot of people. I know a lot of people who are trying to make it work with their significant other for the sake of not wanting to split up their family. Cause like, I don't know, but I think, I think people should just do what makes them happy. The kid will understand later. Why put them in, why continue to drag them into a relationship that you don't want because you're looking out for them? Because in the long run, the kid's going to be like, you should have just done what you wanted to. (laughs) And then you're like, shit, I stayed with this person for how long for this? Like, (laughs) to be told I could have left anyway. Anyway, I also for back to this Cardi B and offset shit, like also (laughs) who the fuck is out here saying that they're relationship goals. I even saw someone say some crazy shit about Barack and Michelle. I'm not sure exactly what was said in comparison because I kept scrolling, but please don't keep saying the shit. They're not relationship goals. They are clown relationship goals because she was being clowned by him and he's a fucking clown. Like, oops. Like, they broke up once before during their marriage. Like, a few months later, like in 2018 or something, they broke up. I think like five months after they got married or some shit, they broke up because he cheated on her. (laughs) And there was evidence that he cheated on her. And, you know, she took him back because she wanted to work through it. Again, girl, good for you. If that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. And, you know, just go for it. Reach for the stars, whatever. But, like... Everyone is going to be in everybody's business as a celebrity. You can't blame people for being bored with their lives and just wanting to do whatever and read whatever. It's like shit like that. Like that's, that's it. That's, that's what you get when you go into that limelight. Like Cardi B should have known better that that is what happens. People look for things to make you miserable because you're a celebrity and you know, it's like Crystalia shit all over again. I can't. <laughs> I really can't, man. I'm still upset. Took everything from me this year, huh? My dog, my favorite comedian. What the fuck else is going to happen? 
tired of it. So, um, oh God. So I, I'm scrolling through my notes here because I don't know how to do, I don't know how to do segues anymore. So I'm just going to speak at this point, but there was so much cringy shit that happened yesterday and it was Tuesday. So, oh wait, hold on. Let me, I have a, another Ellie story. Sorry. So Ellie told me on Monday, because, you know, roughest day ever for everybody is a Monday. Which, when did that happen? Okay, dude. When did everybody hate Mondays? I think I started to hate Mondays when I started going to school. When I had to wake up early on a fucking Monday to go deal with some teacher, act like an asshole to me and some other kids. <laughs> I hated Mondays during the summer because I used to have to go to summer camp. Because they didn't... My grandmother did not trust me being home with my grandfather all day because he was an alcoholic. Okay. And his death anniversary is coming up too. God. Um, excuse me. I burped. <laughs> uh, so she didn't, I guess they didn't want me home with him all day. So he would walk me to camp, go home, and then come back and pick me up walking. So he walked everywhere. Like I said, we've walked everywhere in the city. And, um, so I hated Mondays in the summer, hated Mondays in the fall. Like I never caught a fucking break. I was always doing something. And, you know, maybe that's why I've never really gotten comfortable with having downtime. Like I always have to be doing something, it seems like. So I, uh, so Monday, terrible day, shit with my dog went down. So of course I was comparing work stories with Ellie and she decided to make the statement that she hates the British and will never be visiting the UK. So of course I responded with, well, they haven't liked us in a very long time, you know, ever since we decided to break up and do our own thing, which I thought was pretty clever at the time. So I even told her everyone's got to hate somebody, which is true. Nobody out there can claim they don't hate or hate or have displeasure with someone else on this planet. God, I can't speak. Also, I'm allowing it to be a fictional character. You can hate a character from a show or, or TV show or movie. God, see, <laughs> see what is happening this week. I want to go back to bed. <laughs> I've hated a lot of people from Game of Thrones, like um, Cersei comes to mind when I think of who I hate from TV. <laughs> How do you go? This is, this should be a hashtag. How do you go and fuck your brother, set your husband up to be killed so your son by said brother inherits the throne so you can control it and then think that there's not going to be repercussions? That should be a hashtag because that's what that show was basically from her perspective anyway, from her end of it. She fucking sucked. There's a lot of shit that I didn't care for about it. But in the end, I feel like Cersei got what she deserved with that real walk of shame. That shit was pretty good when they were just throwing shit at her and it didn't even matter what it was. But they cut her hair off and they walked her. They paraded her in front of everybody saying shame and ringing a bell. So it was great. So I never really finished that series. I should probably do that. <laughs> uh, terrible laugh. That hurt. <laughs> um Oh my God, my phone's blowing up. Anyway, um, so that was my uh, Ellie versus the British. And, you know, ah, what's funny is Cersei had an English accent. So I guess that fits there too. That's probably why. <laughs> Hate it here. <laughs> um, let's say. So work story. I, this probably isn't going to be an hour for sure. Work story. Um. I'm going to tell you the story and then I'm going to tell you why I hate what happened. <laughs> so Bonnie, Bonnie's birthday is today. So happy birthday, Bonnie. And uh, I asked her yesterday when she was in, cause she was at work, which is weird for her to be in a, in work on a Tuesday. And um, she, I asked her, I said, so what are you going to do for your birthday? And she goes, I'm going to go for a massage. So I said, oh, cool. Um, are you excited for that? And she goes, you know, what did she say to me? She said, um, she decided to like, so she decided to continue the conversation by saying like the best part about the actual action itself is the anticipation of getting the massage. So uh, I know you heard my distaste for what happened here. And I'm going to explain to you why I can't take it <laughs> very calmly. Because I almost fell off my chair during the conversation. So what bothers me about that is that she used a hard G in the word massage. So it's cringy to me when someone does that. 
the word I feel like should have a soft G, but they give it a hard G. Give. That's a hard G. Okay? Garage. Massage. Passage. Like, they're all soft. It's not massage. (laughs) Passage might be a hard G. Yeah, passage is a hard G. Um, Wedge. That's a hard G. That's fine. (laughs) Okay, dude? Massage. First of all, massages themselves are elegant as fuck. Why would you do a disservice to this word by giving it such a hard G? It's like if you're getting a massage and someone just jabs an elbow on your fucking back. <laughs> like, what just happened? <laughs> like, okay. So my whole mood changed for the day because of that conversation. My whole mood changed because the G was not said the way I wanted the G to be said. And maybe it's an OCD thing. I hate when people do this. Okay. Massage. Don't, please don't do this to me. Please don't. Garage. Please don't do that to me either. Garage. I hate when people say wash instead of wash. There's no fucking R in the word. Spell it out. Wash. Hate people that do that. I dated someone that did that. Wash. Hated it. Okay. Hate and utter disgust. Like, I want to give you a swirly. Like, put your head in the toilet and just flush, 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 flush. <laughs> waterboard you real quick (laughs) waterboard you because apparently you don't know the english language my boy (laughs) so like so this leads me to think that well wonder anyway because i know i'm not but i have to like see it from the other side like play devil's advocate but i have to wonder if i've been saying it wrong this whole time because the like the way i spelled omelet apparently was incorrect (laughs) anyway like, I feel it's, 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 like I said, it's more elegant with a soft G and it's super hillbilly to give a hard G. Like, now that I've pointed it out to you, you'll notice other people doing it so that we can all be disgusted together and live, live in the land of disgust. <laughs> like, abuse of the English language. Anyway, so that was one part of it that irritated me. <laughs> also, same day incident with Bonnie, same day. Bonnie noticed that a packet of oatmeal she'd been keeping in her bottom drawer looked like it had been chewed on by a mouse. Now, Beth, who is a country girl, farm girl, whatever, who should not be afraid of a little old mouse, immediately got scared. We had a mouse in our office last July, so it's been a year and two months since we've seen any more rodents. And when Bonnie said that, everything went on high alert. (laughs) So... I'm telling you, she's just the biggest mischief mischief maker in my office because like, like I said, last year in July, we had a mouse issue at the same time as when the state came to audit the facility. So it was a hectic day, but he, he was caught at the end of the day. So we were all good. Like, could you have imagined if the state had walked in and the mouse ran over their feet? <laughs> so of course I asked her, I was like, how long has that oatmeal been in there? And she goes, I have no idea. So I turn around because her desk is behind mine and I look at her and I go, so basically that could have been there since last July. She says that she isn't sure. So I said, so it sounds like the whole rodent issue has been resolved then. And I turned right back around and started on the computer. (laughs) Then this fool Bonnie goes, (laughs) I wonder if it got into my jar of peanut butter. So I turn around again and I said to her, hey, maybe it's in the jar. And I turned back around like, stop bothering me. Because <laughs> she's been like on and off serious about shit all day yesterday. And I was like, dude, I don't want to do this. If you have a real question to ask me, ask me. But otherwise, I don't, I don't want to be silly today. Like, I thought she was going to tell me something serious. And she told me some silly shit that I wasn't interested in. <laughs> like she does. But, you know, thankful for the distraction because terrible. And I told her about the dog, too. And she felt bad. And I was like, look, I just... She gets it though because she's she's a really nice lady. She has she has a lot more common sense than I give her credit for, and I really appreciate all like the content she gives me to speak on in this podcast. <laughs> but I love her. She's she's one of the best. She's actually the one that got me. Like she helped me get the seat that I'm in now, the nursing admin clerk spot. She was one of the people who facilitated that when uh, Erica left. So uh, so I was just. Uh, Anyway, I, 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 sorry, I checked my watch and I lost my train of thought, but she's the one that got me to see there when Erica left and it's been great. It's been fun. Everybody leaves me alone and we all have a good laugh every so often. So 
Oh, but also, um, back to the G thing, forgot to mention, Beth says garage. Ugh. So you can't teach your kid to ignore chain texts and you say garage like that. Ugh. Yikes. Anyway, saying garage like that, saying garage, garage is the equivalent of when someone holds their knife in their fist to cut their steak, like hold, like jabs it, jabs the knife down into the meat. And then like, oh wait, no, it's holding your fork like a monster and <laughs> your knife regular. So I'm mimicking it the best I can, but it looks like if you were playing a, um, a cello, so you're holding the, the neck and you're, you know, going across. Okay. That's the equivalent of saying garage, garage. Finally figured it out. <laughs> Caveman eaters. <laughs> so as I said, as I mentioned earlier, I'm done with this year. Okay. And it has nothing to do with coronavirus. It's just, I'm finished. I'm done. I, the loss of my dog has, you know, put me out this whole year. And, you know, this whole COVID shit and me slowly have lost, losing my mind. Okay. I've kind of lost my marbles. Uh, I'm getting it back. I'm finding them each day. Um, I still have good people showing me who I am, which I'm thankful for those people. There's people that I'm very blessed to have in my life. GM Turtle, Rocco, um, Mark LaBruna, people I work with, like certain people I work with. Let's not get crazy. Uh, Kanye Pepper, Alicia, Ellie, all these people have continuously reminded me of who I am. And I'm thankful for them. They're great. Everybody always has my back about everything. I I always have a fun time on Facebook. Everybody's always following me on there too. And we're always laughing about shit. And it's just great. Um, it's just been great with them anyway. But I'm just so over feeling shitty with 2020. And I'm like, I can't wait to see how the election goes this year. Only because like, I would love to see how everybody's going to get up in arms on Facebook, just so I know who else to delete. Because I'm telling you, ever since I deleted those 400 plus people, my Facebook has been so fucking happy. (laughs) Like my Facebook, my timeline has been so much better because all I have is the tomfoolery going on. I don't want to see serious shit. I don't want to see it. I'm done. I don't know. Whoa, Sierra, I didn't ask you. Don't you do it. Okay, she went. See, she tried to answer me while I'm trying to talk to you guys. Isn't she fucking nosy? (laughs) Anyway, so like I said, I'm done with that. And I know COVID is going to continue on through next year too. So I'm not saying that 2021 is going to reset anything. Don't care anymore. Don't care. It's the year of don't care. (laughs) That's what it is. The year of don't care. But we're also in a good season though. Because I'm in the season of breaking out the Instant Pot. I've made stews, chilies, all of that. That thing is a one-stop shop. I'm hoping to find the trivet so I can make some fucking lobster tail tomorrow. And we can jazz that up with some mashed potatoes or something. I think that would be pretty good. But we'll see what happens. Um, oh, I also discovered Bailey Sarian today. If no, If you're not watching that girl yet, go subscribe to that on YouTube. She does... She does her makeup and tells true crime stories. I'm like, whoa, dude. First of all, I think she wears way too much. She does it beautifully. But I watched like, the stories are more interesting than the makeup. But I am looking at what she applies, where she applies it, how she applies it. And I'm trying to get some ideas for myself for Halloween. And, uh, oh, check this out. I finally, speaking of things coming up. I finally opened the, I had an envelope next to my bed. I may or may not have mentioned this in the last episode, but I finally opened the envelope and it was for a specific thing with a specific date because I know the chick is listening to it and, you know, (laughs) it's coming up this Sunday is my point. And I just opened the envelope having received it on fucking, what do you call it? Having received it the 29th. Okay, so I'm lazy as shit. I think I said this in the last episode that I probably should have opened it sooner, but I RSVP'd and whatever, I'm good to go. But um, I think RSVPing to that was easier than RSVPing to the actual wedding. (laughs) You know? (laughs) So anyway, um, 
but yeah, so that I have a lot of stuff coming up, but I, I really, I gotta find a fucking dress to wear to this wedding. I still haven't picked anything out. Obviously, it'll be my favorite color, black. But anyway, back to Bailey Sarian. So Bailey Sarian does really good makeup, and I might need to watch more of her shit just so that I could have some laughs while she does her makeup because she's one of those down-to-earth people, you can tell. And her voice is just so comforting. Like, I love her voice. Um, <laughs> and I've also decided that I'm going to play with switching to a middle part instead of a side part. See how interesting my life got? <laughs> um, yeah, so side part instead of middle part. Oh, wait. So back to the Cardi B thing. I know I'm all over the place at the end of this, but all right. So she, she okay. I know if you haven't in, listened to WAP yet, it's called it's wet ass pussy is what it stands for. Dude, I have seen the funniest memes making fun of all of this shit. <laughs> um, the acronym WAP is coming out with some crazy memes and shit. But also, um, I'm just laughing because she said so much shit in that song. And then it's like, all right, well, he continued to cheat on you, but you did this woman empowerment song. Like, dude, super clowns, 3000. <laughs> Also, whatever happened to Andre 3000, but that's a horse of a different color, as they say in uh, The Wizard of Oz. But so culmination of a bunch of things. Bailey Sarian is the shit. Go check her out. She does murder, mystery, and makeup. Um, I watched two or three of them today, and uh, it's been good so far. Um, caught up on a lot of Disgraceland, which that podcast is also good if you want to hear about scandals having to do with rock stars and shit. I forgot what I'm up to. I think I listened to John Denver. I think John, no. Oh God. What was I listening to? Aerosmith. I think it had to do with Aerosmith. Um, but in any case, that's another good podcast to listen to. Um, also guys, please subscribe, rate and review the podcast. Tell your friends, friends, your friends, mothers, your friends, fathers, friends, sisters, all that shit. Pass along the good word because I want to do more of these for you guys. And the only way we continue to grow is if we spread the word. Spread the word of Coco. <laughs> but I got, um, I'm going to hit you guys next week. Uh, I had a lot of fun talking to you guys again. My mind is all over the place due to, you know, the loss of my dog. But uh, we made it through. And I really appreciate you guys. And um, I will catch you guys next week. I really appreciate you. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for listening to my rambles. And uh, I think next week is next week fall starts. Jesus, fuck. Yeah, next week. <laughs> uh, in any case, love you guys. And I will talk to you guys next week. And I hope you're having a fantastic week, weekend coming up. And whenever you're listening to this, I hope you're having a good cuckoo time. What the fuck? A cuckoo time. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>